Hello and welcome to episode 25 of the FBL Hangover podcast where we raise the bar and lower the tone all things FBL related. This week we have come back to some semblance of normality. Sitting beside me is a... I actually don't know how you're feeling. We haven't really spoke much off uh, air about uh, FBL. Seamus, how are you this week? Say hi. Hi, hi everyone. How are you, Ger? And uh, yeah, we didn't speak to you at all. I was away the weekend. So I'm uh, it's back. Saudi Edinburgh, I believe. <clears throat> Correct. I'm living up to my uh, my FPL name yeah. at FPL Drunk. Stop fucking promoting yourself well, you already. Put it in the front of the pod and already. And uh, yeah, I was on the beer for the weekend with uh, with the boys, of which you were not one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like a dagger to my heart. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we were. I think the appropriate the, the appropriate word there was boys. Yeah, you're a man. I'm a man. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. So yeah, that was uh, that was my weekend, and I uh, wasn't too focused. I tried to set my team up beforehand. I my transfers made early. If you remember last week's podcast, I, I do. Those. I can't wait for you to talk about them again. Actually, yeah. I'm really looking yeah. forward to this week. So I've been buzzing about this week since. Yeah, because you had a great week. I did have a great week. I did. I beat you. I gained 16 points back in you, but not like, I yeah. It just it was all. I'm happy for once. Only- it's been such a dour, like four red arrows in a row for me. That uh, getting, I think it's four, it could be five, uh, but getting uh, the green this week and just seeing the pain in your eyes. Well, then right there's now. only one place to start. Tell us about your team because I never actually really looked at your team too much. Oh, I did see that cunt. Bennett scored at the in the Wolves game. Well, that's definitely where I want to start <laughs> off with because um, this week, for, that's why I was in such a good mood. Like, it was just from the very first kickoff this week, it was all looking good. Doherty, uh, like, I didn't even see the first 15 minutes, 20 minutes of the Wolves game, although I did watch the rest of it and it was a fucking cracker. Yeah. Uh, but basically, turned on the score, uh, looked at the results, it was already like 2 0 to Wolves, and Bennett had a goal. I was like, well, that's a great fucking start. Didn't realize till about near the end of the first half that Doherty wasn't on the pitch. Yeah. I was same. like, what the fuck? I was like, Wow, who's this lad? Uh, who's Vinegar? But um, yeah, so that made me smile even harder. And uh, yeah, uh, that was the start of a really good week. 70 points. I climbed from a massive 8,000 spaces or something like that. I went from 75k to 68k. So whatever that is, 7,000. And um, yeah, uh, gained 16 points back in you. I think a pretty similar result. Like we have pretty similar teams at the moment in, you know, my differentials came in this week. Yeah, Bennett being one of them. But um, who's your other differentials? Uh, Jimenez picked oh, up yes. a late assist, which made that match even sweeter. Uh, so he got uh, the he, he was on the cross. He points. did the last fucking kick of the game. Nearly, uh, he got me five points. Um, I don't know how many other Van Dyke got four, but you kind of beat me with Robertson there. Not yeah, really that was a lot like the rest were kind of similar. Well, then how did I get sixteen points ahead of you? Uh, be I'll tell you why. Tell me. <clears throat> Because oh, because you're minus four. That was it. Yeah, yeah. So you you got yes. seventy points. And so I got you mentioned you got your green arrow. I got fifty eight points. Okay, but I took a hit. Um, and the transfer you made this week, uh, closed the differentials I had previously. So I've been on Pogba and Rashford for a good oh, while. So you got points for Pogba and Rashford, and you've had Salah, to which I haven't. But this week I got Salah in, and I captained him. So I mean, immediately that's thirty points from him. So that kind of I mean, if my week would have been a whole lot worse if I hadn't taking a hit really uh, oh yeah I mean, like, but I could have made much better use of my transfers I didn't have to take that hit I could have taken two and I probably would have gotten someone like Jimenez in you instead could have of, also never got rid of Salah yeah but <laughs> actually <laughs> I'm never going to let you this down. four of the five weeks I didn't have Salah I got a green arrow yeah but which is weird but uh, that was yeah so you no, can't leave without him yeah. but that was only because I got onto the likes of Pogba early, Rashford early. I got onto Son not early, but I had him for a spell of that. You had him for like the two game weeks where he. Yeah, so I had uh, I used the money from him uh, differently, but I had to come back to Salah, and you know we've seen his form recently. Mm. Um, so I'm glad to be back in him. But now it's just the teams are looking very very tempered, especially you've got the. Four of uh, your midfield is the exact same as my midfield, and which a lot of people have. Yeah, uh, and I think the, where we're going to see some changes. So our midfields are, or at least the four we have in common, are Salah, Hazard, Richarlison, and Pogba. And then you have Camarasa and yeah. I have Snodgrass. So that's so our, our, cheap little, our cheap fifth uh, enabler. Yeah. 
So basically, I think we're going to see some kind of changes when people decide to eventually come off the Richardson train. Yeah. And I suppose we might as well kind of dig in there. How are you feeling about Richardson at the moment? Because he's definitely a hot topic. Yeah, he is one of my problem areas in my team, in my squad. Uh, so the problem areas I've identified are I still have Kane because I had the, I, yeah. I made my three changes last week for a minus four hit so, so let's do a quick do recap yeah of what you did last week just for anyone who didn't catch yeah in case part. you missed it last week i took a hit minus four i got rid of son anderson and alonzo son who's obviously missing alonzo and anderson who've been underperforming uh got in salah camarasa and trent so i was going for the double liverpool offense then uh on monday or Tuesday, no it was on tuesday last week it was announced that uh, not only was kane missing uh, but uh, Trent, Trent was missing yeah. but I made these on Saturday to avoid price rises and yeah I uh, I got screwed over there and no I didn't get screwed over I screwed over myself by making early, early transfers and I, I discussed last week the follies of going for those early transfers and that's one of them because it's left me in a position now where I this week I have to use Kane out or because he's only going to go down in value now I seem to have gotten a bit lucky in that Trent I might be able to, to sit on why? Because uh, he could be back. He could be available for this weekend. Oh, what? Yeah, uh, Klopp has come out saying they're assessing it day to day. He was potentially going to be ready for the last game, but it's probably going to be too soon. Oh. Uh, so there's no surgery required. You know, he played. He played through the injury, uh, the previous game. So it's kind of about how he reacts. And uh, I think Milner did got sent off. He did. And did such a bad <laughs> job anyway against Zaha. That's like he's uh, second rate against Zaha or something. Like he has. Is uh, oh yeah, he's been, he's gotten he's been sent off for having you know have to mark Wilfred Zaha yeah. before. So that wasn't a yeah. you know wasn't too new for him. So even if um, jeez, I didn't know that. Yeah. Trent was so back. Trent is uh, he's only uh, orange flag now and yeah, it was as I said the word these were the reports that he was out for a month and were not from Liverpool they were just reported widely in uh, different media Liv- uh, Liverpool Echo and things like that uh, or the Anfield uh, Echo or whatever it's called but Klopp came out and said yeah look Trent is hurt but uh, he played through the injury last week and he could be ready we'd have to assess it could mm. be a week or two who knows He's and he said said something along the lines of uh, he's um, he's really strong boy or something like that so he could be back I'm going to hold on him anyway because even if he doesn't play this week I've got three good defenders well that's what I was going to say to you your team is pretty strong anyway so like once you got rid of the Kane dilemma you could easily not go to take a hit for yeah. Trent you know? I had it set up exactly as one I said I, I took out problem areas I took out Son Anderson's been underperforming he's got four blanks in a row <clears throat> Alonso as we all know hasn't been doing great at all and people are getting frustrated with him so I had addressed those um, I got 58 points but my points came from Salah Captain Thank God I got him in this week. Mm-hmm. Robbo, who's been there since the start. Pogba and Rashford, who have had for a few weeks now. Who, by the way, were my two transfers this week. So yep. I got rid of Kane. Uh, obviously, I had to do it. Mm-hmm. I downgraded him to Rashford. Obvious choice. I think I would imagine. I would imagine the majority of fantasy managers who had to get rid of Kane this week downgraded him to Rashford. Uh, big time. So got out of him, and I got uh, upgraded Lingard to Pogba which I was delighted with because I watched United match and as happy as I was with uh, you know how they played I was thinking man I'd be fucking second if Lingard outscores Pogba this week do you know because Lingard is playing in the middle do you know at the moment yeah. like that they're playing around him and he's the he did miss a glorious chance in the match and I'm I going I saw that yeah. in a Rashford assist yeah and I was just like you know what <sighs> on paper the idea wasn't terrible you know obviously with hindsight a kick in the box yeah. but yeah no those two transfers worked out for me and it did uh, make my team slightly more similar to yours which yeah. is frustrating so I mean I went to Salah which brought you know my team more in line with yours and then you t- made two transfers uh, to bring yours more in line with mine so I got where you got your points this week I got mine um, but you also had the few extra differentials so it was very hard even though I got 58 points which was uh, five points ahead of the average this week now take into is this 58 points with the minus 4 no that's just 58 points that's in general 54 points yeah but 58 uh, points had a game week rank of 2.5 million that's not including the hit um, how'd you know that because the rank it tells you doesn't include the hit oh I yeah. didn't know that so uh, yeah so uh, I got 2.5 million game week rank which is right in the middle pretty much I mean there's 6 million teams but about a million of those are teams that have started from game week 2 3 onwards that yeah. are just people playing a different game trying to get high team value or manager amounts uh, and things like in, that you know one in fucking <laughs> yeah. certain amount yeah. so about half the game week I finished above I was above average so I dropped from 20k down to 13k just finished off my game week summary but as I said those players 
Like Pogba and Rashford only a few weeks ago were making the players that were giving me big jumps. Now Pogba is 39.5% owned. Rashford 38% owned. Robertson is again 36% owned. Salah is 49.9% owned. I checked it today. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you said, Salah's effective ownership, especially up in the top 10K, is probably over 100%. Which is crazy. Because well, okay. Yeah. Explain what effective ownership is to um, effective ownership <laughs> is one of those stats that if you don't you may not like it or agree with it but um, the effective ownership will say in the top in top 10k yeah uh, say 90% of managers have Salah okay and say all of those players captain him mm-hmm. his effective ownership is 180% well I won't tell a lie Seamus I'm not going to pretend like I understood a single fucking word you just said <laughs> but I will pretend like it's important uh, it's I'm not I'm not a lot of people go on about effective ownership and it's something I wasn't really too aware of before this season before mm-hmm. I was on you know FPL Twitter and uh, yeah it's it's something I'm not I think I only look at it for the top 10 20k you know top 10k because that's where I'm trying to break into I'm not too far away from it but overall I don't know how yeah well I definitely don't know what effective ownership was or probably is but I have a better understanding now but uh, I still would look at the team's in the top 10k that have certain players I think that's still a relevant stat to consider yeah. you know like you're saying it's you know if if like a, sh- a shit ton of managers in the top 10k have I don't know we'll say pick Rashford for instance mm. then A there's a reason they have Rashford and B you know that you're that's gonna how make, they got into yeah, the top 10k exactly, so, so if you look at Rashford I said 38.3% of teams but there's a huge percentage of teams in the game right now that are considered dead teams yeah. that is teams that have not made a transfer in within the last five game weeks yeah uh, i don't know what it is but it's something like around the 30 percent mark a lot of teams so if you look at rashford's like effective ownership in uh the top 10k i think it's like second only to salah or something like that yeah he's like at the, he's the highest owned forward in well, the top he's 10k such, uh, <laughs> kind of on fire acid right now in a in an area of FPL where there isn't a lot of options, it was no. such an obvious move this week with Kane yeah. injured, yeah. like and Rashford in the form he was in, and Man United firing with lovely fixtures again. Uh, you know, I think everyone went to Rashford this week. He's got over a million transfers, I think, in the last two weeks from what I've seen. So he in the last two game weeks. So yeah, he's got a, a huge ownership. Only and they have they fucking have Burnley at home next. Yeah, Leicester and Fulham. Yeah, Liverpool after that, but then Crystal Palace. Like they still have some nice aspects. Yeah, so it there is a bit of a template emerging right now because you know last week people had to, this week people had to get rid of Son and they may have also had to get rid of uh, Kane. Yeah. So the easy move if you had I mentioned this last week if you have Son who are you going to get in for? But sure, Ghostbusters. Pogba is like the same price basically. Yeah. You know, it's a point couple of point two million in the difference. Yeah. Or whatever no, exactly. At the time. It's like it's not easy much swap. Of a stretch. Yeah. And if you got Kane, you got to get someone in, or you need to get in Mo Salah. You know, if you didn't have him and you were like, I gotta get a Mo Salah. A lot of people got in Mo Salah this week. Like, sure, let's get rid of Kane. Let's downgrade him to Rashford. That frees up five million. Yeah. And there, all of a sudden, you know, one of your eight million players' son maybe becomes uh, Salah. Salah. Yeah. So that's why a lot of teams now the templates, every template, the template, I keep in inverted commas, is basically Salah, Pogba, Rashford, and then- probably someone like Jimenez uh, in defense. You someone's got a Liverpool defender. Um, either Robertson or Van Dijk you know? yeah either Robertson or Van Dijk or Trent or something like that a lot of people have Doherty back there and Dinia mm. uh, a lot of people coming off Alonso there's a lot of teams with Richarlison and Hazard in it. so there's very very similar teams out there now um, so but it's I very hard you, to pull away from the pack a bit it is but you find that you know in every season do you know once the Christmas period is over people have a lot more information that they can kind of consolidate with and basically yeah, Tempest form, but they also break, and that's what started uh, this kind of conversation when we were talking about Richarlison. Mm. And I think I, he's a potential uh, template breaker, depending yeah. on what you do. Especially those who've downgraded Kane, as you said, like me for example. I think I have three point three million in the bank. So basically, mm. there is a lot of people out there with a few <laughs> extra pound to spend on a midfielder. Richarlison has been really underperforming. Take out for a second the fact that you have Kane problems to deal with this week. Mm. Who would you consider re- replacing Richardson with, or like you know, would you consider replacing him? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and but, 
the first place I'm looking at is the man who got a hat trick this game week, which would be Jota, because I don't have Jimenez. Yep. So I'm thinking Jota could be an effective kind of cover uh, instead of Jimenez. And he's he's cheaper, he's kind of similar price, but he's 5.9 at the moment. Mm-hmm. And that means I can downgrade Richarlison to Jota. Um, he's classed as a midfielder, so he gets an extra point for every goal, potentially a point for a clean sheet, but Wolves haven't been keeping clean sheets lately, so I wouldn't rely on that uh, single point. You know, Jota's <coughs> a great uh, option. I mean, like... Yeah, a lot of people talking about him after his hat-trick this week. Mm. Had a stormer. He's playing up front for Wolves. Uh, beside him and his, and Wolves are one of the most consistent teams this season. Yeah. Do you know? So, I agree. Good option. But then you said, like, differential for him and his. Who are you thinking of replacing Kane with? Yeah. So, look, I, I actually... For those managers <coughs> who still have a Kane-shaped hole in their fucking team in terms of something they have to deal with, what would you recommend? What are you thinking? All right. So my initial moves that I've jotted down here, uh, the first one I was looking at was Kane to Jimenez, okay. which I was going to do last week potentially for a second minus four to go minus eight. Um, probably not worth it. Mm, no, I would have been a point better off as it turned out in the end. Uh, I just didn't think he was going to haul. He's only got one double digit haul this season. Yeah, and as he gets confused sixes, eights, some nines. As we already said, like it was in the last couple of kicks of the game. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? So, like, yeah, you were. So that's what I was thinking of doing. Um, so I can either go Kane to Jimenez, which frees up uh, about six million, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know I've got I can basically make Richarlison anyone. You know, I can make Richarlison Sterling, can make him Sane. Um, I could make Camarasa Sane. I could get Eriksson in. One one player I was eyeing up potentially for midfield was Ali, but he, I don't know why yeah. they say it like that. Ali, Ali, yeah. Ali, but. Yeah, his injury in the game, when we discuss that later, is kind of put a, an end to that. Yeah, so we'll Jota or that. Sane, but yeah. Those are the options I'm thinking of. Uh, the other option I'm thinking of for Kane is Aubameyang. But who would you go <laughs> down to then to do that in your midfield? You're talking about Jota and Sane. Who would you get in for Kane? Is that uh, if you get him in it? That's if I get him in oh, it. Yeah, okay, if I get him in it, I could do that. Other options? Aubameyang is the other option. That's what I was thinking yeah. we were going to do this week. Um, it's the one I was kind of most likely thinking of because I like, bar the City game, I like for like four of the next five games. Uh, mm. And it's a home game against Cardiff. And he's kind of turned into a... Because he suffered a lot of sales last week too. Who? Um, Aubameyang. Oh, so yeah. Well, while Kane went... I, while I lost he point, broke a lot of hearts, man. Yeah, while I lost point one on Kane, I also... Aubameyang, who's a guy who could replace him, also went down point one. So mm. net, it's the same. Um, you brought up a good point there and you mentioned City and you've also mentioned an option that you'd consider upgrading to in your midfield and it's quite an obvious one Leroy Sané Mr. Leroy Sané let me ask you this Mendy has been touted as being uh, on the bench for the City game this week in the Cup against Burton do you fear the Mendy factor? I do yeah do. Okay, fair enough. It, it, to summarise it, it's something that's kind of concerned. I said it there on the last couple of pods that Sane is the best Man City option, the one I want the most. Uh, he's just been outperforming uh, Sterling and it's cheaper. Generally, with speaking over like the last 10 weeks, you have to check what the actual results are. But if anything, they're, they could be close. But I think Sane is probably ahead. Uh, and he's cheaper. Sterling. Sterling and oh, Sane. Sane so, is ahead, yeah. So, I would be worried that his output might change once Mendy's back. That's but, also my thinking, Seamus. Yeah, but I, I'll put it this way. That's <laughs> not the reason that Sané was left out of the start of the season. He was left out because of attitude problems. Yeah, no, I get that. I and get now they're that. chasing Liverpool and Sané is in unreal form and playing excellently. And it's not like they didn't play together. Um, if anything, when Sané was in the team, Mendy's output was reduced. I think that's a fair point as well. So I think that Pep is going to play his strongest team because they're chasing Liverpool. They can't. Uh, they can't afford any more slip ups. He's going to play his strongest team. I, I'm kind of almost thinking, and maybe Mendy needs to be eased back into it. Uh, I, I still think that Sani's the way to go. I think Pep's going to play him. I think it's okay. probably not going to diminish his his returns. So fair enough. Let me ask you this then, because Man City's next fixture, plum fixture against Newcastle. Yeah. And uh, Newcastle did have a good win at the weekend, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they won three 0 against yeah, Cardiff. That's a good win. Uh, but yeah, so they're they've a nice fixture against the Newcastle team that they won't fear. But after that, they're at home to Arsenal and Chelsea. Yeah. Does that what worry you with Sane <coughs> and the Mendy factor? Is that like two fucking things coming in there? It is. It is. It's one of like Man City, one of those teams that look Sane scored against Liverpool, who got the best defense in the league. So I mean, 
I don't have any fear against Arsenal and Chelsea. Arsenal, who we know are struggling to keep clean sheets and defensively are quite poor. Sané plays on the left. Bellerin is now out injured he is, the rest actually, of the season. Yeah, That's yeah. the right back who will be marking him. Uh, did you see Man City's goal at the week? One there's their second goal at the weekend, the one Sterling scored. Yeah, the, you've seen the, it. the one you've seen a hundred times. Yeah, not only have you season. seen it, you've yeah. seen it a hundred yeah. times. You know exactly what I'm going to say here. Yeah, yeah. it's a uh, full back, the right full back falling asleep, getting caught out of position for a moment. Ball slipped into Sane, uh, Sane squaring it, Sterling back post knocks it in. You've seen that goal. I don't know yeah. how many times this season and last season. For sure. And with Bellerin out, you know this week and who could be playing there so maybe so the fixtures don't the fixtures don't put you off the Arsenal fixture doesn't Chelsea look absolutely rotten lately especially in the big matches I mean they capitulated in the first half against Spurs similar against Arsenal this week well what Arsenal did this week was they watched that Spurs game analyzed it and figured out what they had to do and they just kept their strikers up the pitch so they kept Lacazette and Aubameyang up the pitch yeah no they worked back and they pressed from the front they pressed from the front like like demons they're actually excellent uh, Chelsea however were awful Again, were absolutely yeah. rubbish at no point during the game I was, I was watching this over in Edinburgh did I feel like Hazard was going to do anything and I thought before the game that he could have a lot of joy here but they just they had him sussed and Sarri ball is too easy for teams to predict and they're you know he's not changing that formation you know if he he's playing Salah or sorry not Salah he's playing Hazard in that uh, up front in the number nine role uh, doesn't suit him at all and you think he'll apply a similar situation uh, against Man City and we could see similar results for Leroy Sané well I'm interested to see how maybe their new uh, loan signing Higuain will change uh, the play and how that will affect uh, Hazard's role in the team so well that's as an attacking <coughs> role I'm talking about Man City against Chelsea's defence um, yeah that's true but if they have if they're better in attack it's going to make them better in midfield and pull them further up the pitch as well but I do think I have nothing to fear from Man City against these two teams So, but you wouldn't be expecting a lot of goals I, so it could easily blank in all these games I think the Newcastle one is the one obviously it's a plum fixture and Aguero has a really really good record against Newcastle so Aguero could be another option for me to go to this week but I think if I was just going on if I was going on a Man City player it would be Sané definitely I, I trust him mm-hmm. to score against you know any team well, I, with the funds in the bank, and as we mentioned, people with funds in the bank, I've been thinking about what I'm going to do, and I have a similar situation with Richardson in midfield that I want to, you know, upgrade or sort out. So I've been thinking about it, and this week I have the, I have the one free transfer, and I'm the opposite. I'm thinking, like, I could get Sané in. Uh, I could just go straight Richardson to Sané mm-hmm. and have this really nice fixture against Newcastle. Mm-hmm. But... Richarlison has you know a match against Huddersfield yeah which is an equally nice fucking fixture yeah he was shit at the weekend got yanked off but you know that's a nice fixture to sit on and I feel like I've been stung at Christmas with jumping off too soon on the aforementioned Sané and yeah, uh, yeah sometimes I'm, you just uh, need to apply a bit of uh, persistence and patience with these guys yeah no, I definitely but look at Sal, uh, Rich Arliss's returns last four. Two, 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 and two. Both you and I actually <coughs> have a lot of the same problem areas insofar as we both have Richarlison and Hazard and that's why I was really interested to figure out what you're thinking of doing because you have the money in the bank from Kane. So you, you do. can make any transfer there you want. Exactly. My or Sterling if you want. Yeah, well that's where I, that's why I'm not thinking of doing <laughs> Sanity this week is because my long-term plan is basically see out the next two fixtures with Hazard uh, away to Bournemouth at home to Huddersfield and then the City game comes up and in and around that time I might jump on to uh, to Sterling from ha- from Hazard well here's what you gotta know okay because I'm gonna just Dude, I don't mean to, I don't mean to you know, douse water on your flames there you're okay? gonna bring up some crazy shit that I've only heard whispers on the wind of yeah like, game week 27 uh, Man City have got a blank so this is why I'm thinking look, I said in and around yeah <laughs> well I don't know if I'd be getting like looking at Man City's fixtures okay just look at the next four that game week 27 game against Everton is going to be off there's no two ways about it the game second leg of that League Cup hasn't happened yet but it doesn't need nine to happen up. no one's going to score 10 so, fucking goals yeah so exactly so that, that, that's off okay so basically that's a blank that week and possibly which, a blank which week is this game week 27 so Man City have a an away match against Everton that week yeah well they don't have an away match is my point that's going to be called uh, off 
Now, there is whispers on the wind that game week 25 could be a double game week for Chelsea. Don't steal my bit, bro. And possibly... <laughs> <coughs> am I stepping on your toes here? Were you going to mention this? Stepping on my toes, bro. No, whispers in the wind. Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. That, that got, you inceptioned me there. You put that in my mind. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Chelsea or Spurs could possibly have one there. But it's very, very slim. It's just that... I think Pep mentioned somewhere that they may have to bring their game from game week 27 forward and game week 25 is the only one that would fit in but uh, I think Look, more likely it's going to be pushed back to game week 30 I think it's 31 or 33 no 32 or 34 basically we're going to know a shit ton more by next week's podcast yeah if you listen to this I mean you'll know by <laughs> by the time you know if you listen to this by the time game week 24 fixtures are announced you'll know if there's going to be one for 25 well look put it this way I've just looking at the fixtures ahead and as far as I'm concerned with Hazard he's staying in my team to Bournemouth Huddersfield yeah, and with so. Sané I'm happy to sit back for another week with Richarlison at home or at away, away to Huddersfield a managerless Huddersfield yeah. away to them and just see how that plays out for one more fucking week and then I'll see yeah. I'll have two free transfers I'd feel I'm thinking of rolling yeah I'm not going to get rid of uh, I know I have the cane thing to get rid of this week Yeah, but had I not uh, and I could make my transfer anywhere. Uh, I definitely be, wouldn't be using it to get rid of uh, Richarlison this week. Even so though you wouldn't do it even <coughs> if you didn't have the can situation. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, like, yeah. I would think Seamus stick? Huddersfield away is not a bad game at all. I mean, I know they looked very poor against Southampton, um, and Richarlison in particular didn't look great at all. I heard it was, he a bit was of a rubbish. I yeah. didn't actually see the match, but just didn't see it here. Uh, mm. I just saw the highlights, and he wasn't really involved in it at all. And uh, he was taken off early, as you said, he was hooked earlier. I don't think that centre forward position is really suiting him. There seems to be, I'm wondering, you know, is this same thing that happened Marco Silva when he was at Watford last That's year and exactly, Hull the year before? Yeah. Is that emerging again? Or is it just coincidence that they're we'll just see. not playing great? So I think uh, Richarlison, I'll give him another week. Um, Wolves at home the following week is a bit harder. But away to Huddersfield is as nice a fixture really as you're going to get. I'm with you. I'm sticking with Richard. But you're going to so you're sticking with uh, Hazard and Richard. Those are the two I'm most interested in because See, a lot I'm of people too... here, you know, are wondering about what to do with those guys. Well, I'm not too worried about Hazard. I mean, like if you look at the trending conversations in terms of like, oh Jesus, trending conversations sound like I'm done with Twitter. Uh, <laughs> but like the the general teams of the conversations, a lot of people are talking about how Hazard is this kind of. You know, he's just almost a season keeper. I just don't know who people are looking to go from Hazard to. And if it is, is it just Sané Sterling? Yeah, if I was getting rid of Hazard... Because it's not fucking Spurs. <clears throat> here's, the, here's the thing. If, yeah, no, no, it's not Spurs. I mean, Ali would have been an option had he not got injured. And I can't go to Ericsson if he's got no one to supply. And he still put in the points this week, by yeah, the way. Yeah, got like six he points. He got his goal, and it was a classic. It was like, how many fucking times do you talk about Sané Sterling scoring the same goal over and over again? How many times do you see Ali scoring that goal? Yeah, Ericsson to the back post. Boom, Ali, Ali knocking it Yeah, in. he does that a few times, and he did it twice against Chelsea there, <laughs> like last year or the year before. I think that's why it's so <laughs> drilled into my fucking brain. Yeah, because he did. Yeah, but uh, he's done it multiple times. But with uh, Ali out, yeah. Son out at the Asian Games. They're Asian saying, Cup. by the way, I don't know if you noticed, um, sorry to cut across you, but it's a hamstring strain that's what Yo, they, it was announced today yeah. by Spurs early March oh for fuck's sake yeah. what so it's not like two weeks I thought a hamstring strain might be two weeks I heard strain early. I went ah a couple of weeks no yeah early March uh, basically say oh, early March when he sake. returned to training see that makes it even more template-y because no, like that's Ali what I mean. and Ericsson were people I wanted to get involved in over yeah. the next few fucking weeks because as I told you before I was already considering getting rid of a cane to like Aguero mm-hmm. or someone freeing up a bit of money uh, and you know he got fucking injured now Son's it, gone Moore's got an injury Ali's gone Who's they have look at their fixtures man they've got three home games Watford at home Newcastle home Leicester home and then Burnley away oh, these are perfect fixtures for Spurs assets but Kane's injury has fucked everything up and now it's everything's gone template because people have sold him and a lot of people have come down and if you had Aubameyang and Kane and he came down to Rashford, as I said, if he's up five million. Yeah. So what are you going to do with that extra five million? Well, you're going to get, get in Pogba. In. You're going yeah. to get in Sane yeah. in. So they're all going very, very similar. And I want someone like Sane in, or I don't really know if I want to go back to Sterling. I think what I'm going to do is get my Man City player in once uh, I come off Hazard. But look, Bournemouth. But if you're are coming t- off Hazard, <clears throat> are you not just going to Sterling then? 
Like where's, not Richard, I, where's Richardson going in the long term? Because even if he bangs in a couple against Huddersfield, he'll be my. I think he'll be a differential spot for me. I think he will be somebody because you got to do something to kind of make up point. You can't just have a totally template team. You got to have your template players supplemented with a few. Uh, you know, puck fathers, like we like to say here. Yeah. You know, you want to stick in uh, the likes of... You might want to take a risk on Jota. You might want to get ahead of certain I agree. You know, assets. But maybe if you were on Redmond the last few weeks, you're going to see some nice ranking uh, increases because he's getting a few goals. And Although it, I thought he scored this week, but it was uh, an OG by this? Dean. Well, let's talk about one of your motherfucking differentials this week. And it was a lovely minus one. Uh, you just mentioned him. Dean. Lucas Dean, yeah. yeah. That must have uh, really kicked you in the tit there. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was disappointing because especially after Darty, nothing. Yeah, Southampton have really upped it. They've uh, they've improved. I mean, I think I'd be more likely to hold on to if I had to get rid of one of them this week, Dean or Richarlison. I'd be more likely to hold on to Dean and uh, get rid of Richarlison. Oh, for sure, because Dean offers like decent value at the back and he's extremely attacking. Yeah, and he um, he and even, Richarlison is ex- meant to be extremely attacking and he's not uh, attacking. And he's not. Yeah, <laughs> even in this game, he uh, put a ball on a plate there for uh, Sigurdsson. Yeah, uh, who ended Arabs. up missing? So I mean, he's still putting in these dangerous balls. You have I have him for his attacking output, and they keep a couple of clean sheets. So be it. I mean, they've got so, still got a couple of good fixtures left. But but let me get back to it, Seamus. <coughs> the minus one, how second were you? Uh, well, when I saw it was a minus one, I wasn't pleased, but I got over it fairly quickly. Come he on. got me only about twelve points last week. Come on, give me something. I gotta, nah, you know, I gotta. You're fishing now. Yeah, you're damn right. Rods. I'm fishing. Put away that rod. Uh, well, I can't. I was born with it. Yeah, so <laughs> no, I, I think as I said, I, I'm happy enough with him. He, at least he's returned me points in the last few weeks. Yeah, Charleston's done feck all. Well, Hazard has done not like fuck all as well. But you know, I had I had five double there when he was captain one week. So at least he's getting me something. Other players that are I'm more concerned with like someone like Doherty, who's been really really quiet. He's only has got he? eight points. Yeah, he's only got me eight points in the last four weeks. Um, and I tell one of those weeks he got something the prick. Got yeah, he got he got an assist yeah. one week uh, four game weeks ago, but that was a week I didn't even play him. You bought him for like what, four point six million? No, no, I got him for four point eight, four point nine, or something like that. But who, still, who but would you go to? So, <clears throat> I mean, no, actually, no. That sounds like I'm condoning getting rid of. Nah, him. look, I mean, I he's not going anywhere because their fixtures are too good. But he was benched this week, which was a sickness. Was that not just a rest? No. Apparently, it was tactical. I've heard that his uh, missus had a child there sometime this week, like a few days before the game. I don't know if it was a day before the game or what, but. Mm. Uh, it was tactical. Now I don't know. Where, I don't think he's going dropping him tactically for you know his positioning. You know because you know what's his name on the other side. That um, would send. That would just send uh, vinegar and Johnny. Johnny yeah, Johnny, Johnny yeah. who normally plays on the left is he just was, as attacking. So it's not tactical in that sense. You know he's just he can play. He just knows he can play him on the right and put vinegar on the left, and he probably can't put vinegar on the right. So I think he'll be, he's straight back in next week. Home game against Wolves. If he doesn't up. start next week, man, people are going to fucking lose their shit. Yeah, I'll lose my, I'll lose my shit on this, <laughs> on this podcast. And you can oh, I hope that you do. Send it out to the people. Oh, no, but I, he's just, I'd these, love it. But these, then, these, that, yeah, these, sorry. I was just going to say, these are the people in my team who are problem areas. You know, Doherty, Richarlison, Hazard, but they've all got the fixtures. I would fixtures. not have put Doherty down as a problem in your team. I'm sorry. I know this week was a bit eight, of a knockout. Eight, eight points in the last four weeks is the same uh, return as Richardson. Who would you rather had in? I well, I I don't. That's not how I would classify. He's a problem. A problem is somebody who's not returning points over the last two weeks. A problem is something I have to address. I haven't got the answer to that. Well, as someone who doesn't own fucking Doherty, I am still shitting myself every time. But he, when he came on the pitch <clears throat> for the last fifteen fucking minutes of that Leicester game. <clears throat> I was shitting myself. I know, yeah. And when when Jimenez was the one who whipped in the ball, I was like, thank fuck. Because there was a <laughs> was couple of right. times, it was down the right, and there was one or two instances where Doherty was fucking in and around attacking area. And that was in 15 fucking minutes. So I this, disagree with you. I, I don't think it it's a way. problem area. But there's no defense keeping clean sheets at the moment. Right? Exactly why I said, why would you want to replace him? Who would you replace him with? Is because it's not like there's nah, like nah. look, come here, look, you're getting you're what you're saying is you're saying I have to have a solution problem yet. No, what I'm saying is if okay, if if I didn't have hazard like I'm keeping hazard Richardson right this week. I said that regardless. Yeah. So if I didn't have the cane issue to deal with and I had one free transfer, I would roll it this week, okay? Okay. But I would be considering Doherty to get rid of. But I'm not gonna get rid of him at a home game against West Ham. No, I'm not but saying if you he are. blanks if he blanks again, okay, and he blanks against Everton, what am I gonna do? Like that's six blanks in a row? You know, Pretty much, well, apart from again, it all depends on who you want to bring. It's like it's it's similar to the hazard situation. For well, me. I disagree. Well, let me finish my point. It's similar to the hazard situation in the sense that hazard hasn't done shit, but <clears throat> outside of 
like I can look at San Instar and go fuck five San Instar that has it this week yeah for sure but outside of them there's not a whole rake of options and with Doherty I'm going is there a load of that price play defenders you know grabbing your attention in, you know considering you have Trent and but I would see what I could be doing is I could be playing Juan Basaka who's been getting clean sheets while he's been doing jack but you have him yeah, but I'm not playing him so oh. why don't I just go the whole way down to Bednarak or then something like that then fucking bench him yeah, well teach him a lesson Jim, the week I benched him was the week he got the fight <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he came on for you you cunt didn't he I don't think he did I I'd think have he, to check oh, oh. they're definitely he did that is very possible actually that he wasn't your bench because I did because I think that was against uh, Man City or fucking Liverpool or whoever the fuck it was against but they, I'm just saying yeah maybe there's no one really to replace him but I don't agree with the thing that look if there's other if there's no one else doing bits as well then he's not a problem He's no, I'm not saying if there's no one else in bits, it's not a problem. I'm saying if you don't have a fucking solution to the problem, then why the fuck worry about it? Oh, I'm not worrying about it. I said he's just on my list of players that I analyzed their form over the last four weeks, and I was like, he's uh, he's uh, his form at the moment is two point six over the last or something like that over the last five games. Well, uh, fair enough. Yeah. Well, I'm giving you a bit of shit about your differential option on me. I think I should bring up my own shitty differential, and that's actually bad. Uh, I was gonna mention that. Yeah, what, yeah. what do you think about him now, actually? Again, like, I'm going to say the same thing I said to you about Darlene. I'm like, going, I don't know who the fuck else I would have in that position. Like, yeah, sure, Rondon would have got me fucking five points or something this week. I can look at, like, options that did come in at times, but no one that over the period I had Barnes in had such nice fixtures. Now, Barnes this week uh, had a goal, dis- like, he fucking made a shite shot at one stage. That would have been on site. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. I, I literally only watched um, the end of match today, earlier on today, just like an hour before I came over here. Because I was like, I got to see what happened the weekend. Because I missed a lot of it uh, over in Edinburgh. And uh, brag. Man, he missed that from about a yard. He yeah. just swiped it left. So I was like, for fuck's sake. Uh, so that's one. But he also apparently had like a goal disallowed or something. Oh, that was know. Wood, I think, had a goal disallowed at the very end. Regardless. I don't regret what I did with Barnes. I went from Ings to Barnes in a week where it would have been a burn transfer. Look, the week you got him in was the week um, we were kind of recommending him, saying, "Look, Burnley are on a good run." And we, heard we've been so called. We called Burnley there about three or four game weeks ago. Um, they, I think they'd won one game, and we're like, "Look, this is the game they're going to go on a spell here for a while." I think they're undefeated in four. They've won like a couple. They've drawn. Um, they're keeping clean sheets since they've got in Tom Heaton. They're doing really well. They're going to pick up. They're picking up points. Yeah. Now I think they're going to come unstuck this week against Man United because Man United are in such good form. But you know they'll they'll do well. I think against uh, Southampton and Brighton. I think now Southampton could be a tough one, but I wouldn't be surprised to see nil all in that game or maybe one nil either team. And Barnes is their focal point. Exactly. So I don't like he is a as you would classify it a problem area because he's not bringing in the points. Yes. But I'm looking at it going who else would I replace him with? who's got yeah. better fixtures and better form and I don't have an answer to that and not because I don't have a fucking idea it's because there isn't an answer to well, that well I'll put, I put it this way I see I think I'm not criticising you that yeah. I'm saying it's a problem but I'm not saying it's a mistake having him is yeah. not a mistake I think well, you made I think a maybe good that's, decision maybe that's where we're disagreeing with the Dara yeah. thing as well is because I'm with you it's like it's not a mistake having Dara like no uh, I, it's, definitely not a, it's definitely not a bad decision or a mistake having him but he's a problem area do I have to look at this mm. going forward and you're probably thinking the same like are you really expecting anything against Man United and then you're like well he's on the bench this week yeah. uh, I'll, bottom sub <clears throat> I'll put it this bottom way uh, I just look at Southampton's games and I know you could you went from Ings to, yeah. uh, to mm. Barnes and mm. maybe Barnes Ings he's someone I'm looking at if I did free up that money uh, so, I, I, so if you were to go <laughs> to Jota in midfield you might consider Ings instead of Jimenez basically yeah, so I what I could do for a minus four this week is I'm thinking I could do uh, Kane to Aubameyang and then I could upgrade Kamara, who's yeah. another problem area in my team because yeah. he's actually on his way out. Of, he's training with the under twenty three. I know, I know, I know. Apparently, I've, yeah, because of this uh, this whole fight in the yoga oh, class last week. So apparently, he's just done. They're done with him. The club. They got Ryan Babylon now. So even if he's not done with the club, who by the way looked good this week. I saw it on. The, uh, I, I saw. I heard he played well, and I watched the highlights uh, just before I came over, and he looked very good. Yeah, he did. He looked good. Um, yeah, once he picks up that little bit of kind of instinct, if Fulham managed to run, a, you know, get a string of fucking performances together, I, uh, I think he'd be fun. And I like the idea that he's got this massive red head. I hate his red head, but it's anyway, crazy. It's it's mad looking. But he looks anyway. like something of a demolition man. <laughs> yeah, and Fulham don't even have don't wear red. They were white. That's what I love about it. 
Yeah, he like says he was... no. I mean, from a footballing kind of perspective, I think it's great. Wouldn't you, if you're on that team, don't you want someone with this luminous fucking head running around the place? At least you know where to put the ball in. That's what I'm that saying. One. But that's what he wants. <laughs> and that's what I would want as a football player. I see. I, th- I think of it the other way around. I think of it because I play defense. I'm like, well, I'm not going to lose track of this guy with his big glowing red head here. He's like Rudolph running around the place. Fair enough. It's like, oh, well, I, he's in my peripherals. Oh, I know he's over there because I can see him a mile away. Fair enough. I didn't think about it from a defensive perspective. Yeah. But at the end of the day, no one does. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> as I said, anyway, so Kamara's out of the team. Uh, Babel is an interesting option. But Kane, if I go Kane out to Aubameyang or to Jimenez, I could go Kamara to Ings. You know, if, if I do go for Aubameyang to, uh, instead of Jimenez, then I could go Kamarasa to Jota to, I can afford, I can afford both of those. So, I'll see. I'll see. I'm, I'm kind of interested in maybe taking another minus four because I feel like my team is templatey in all the places that everyone has mm. and then all my differentials are in poor form and it's uh, you know it's the form that's annoying me it's I not the fixtures the guys who've got good good fixtures have poor form and they've had good fixtures for a while and not yeah. delivered so it's always a risk when trying to come off someone when they're just in poor form just because you're looking at fixtures you have to kind of combine both and yeah that's uh, that's that's what I'm thinking I'm thinking Ings could be a good one here I was surprised to see him start the weekend yeah, he just went boom. He's back. Danny Ings is an option. Uh, Three nice fixtures. Yeah, really nice. Crystal Palace, Burnley away, and Cardiff at home. Like, yeah, they're pretty good. But you know, based on how Crystal Palace played against Liverpool, I don't, uh, I don't think Southampton are going to just beat Crystal Palace. Like, I could easily see that being the other way around. Uh it definitely could. Definitely good. I wouldn't go in and uh, their defense so much. I'm not buying this Bednarak. Is I know he's so cheap. I mean, maybe that's is he he fucking playing? Yeah. Is that why everyone's three, talking about three point nine? He's certain since Hassenhutl's come in. Hassenhutl doesn't like uh that guy Holt they had beforehand or Holt or Holt or however you pronounce his name. Uh so he's been out of the team and uh Who gives a Hassenhutl, yeah. how do you pronounce his name? <laughs> <laughs> well uh he uh yeah, I, I don't know, I'm not buying that, but I do like the uh, Danny Ings was in my team earlier. In your team, you know he scores goals. So Yeah, no, he is one he's like a Glenn Murray, uh, but he's you know, playing for a team who actually might score a bit. Yeah. And um, Brighton Redmond, didn't score this week. And Redmond could be a decent option too, possibly. Um, but Very good things. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. that. He He's just the same player I class in that bracket with like Andros Townsend. Yeah. Just can't trust them exactly. to be consistent. Get, you'll get them in and then they'll just go, if you're worried about Richarlison going on like four or five games without scoring, mm. you could have Redmond in there for like 10 weeks without scoring. But put it this way, you have Camarasa in your team right now for you know a four point kind of six or something kind of bucket uh you know budget enabler mm. and i have snodgrass uh five uh, five point odd option and you know i'm not worried about snodgrass because he's on the bench this week anyway i have a pretty strong team without him but like i'd rather have the budget option right now because the fifth position unless i was to kind of just go all in on having like a really cheap strike strike force i said three point three in the bank mm. i'm not convinced you know um <clears throat> well you know what you could do because this is something i've been thinking of uh, I was very impressed with Nazri in his first game for West yeah, Ham yeah, so good. you know that could be it's a bit of a sideways move but West Ham will tick away with wins they're, they're not in bad form they're just very inconsistent you couldn't rely on them but you could have you know your fourth or fifth midfielder in there and do you want me to piss you off a little bit yeah go for it I was going to go with Snodgrass to Jaffa were you yeah uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like but then you have triple tri- Wolves I don't give a fuck they're triple budget enabler Wolves I yeah, can put yeah, one yeah. on the bench you know, it's like I know Bennett was four fucking million and Jat has 5.9. So, again, I'm splurging the cash that I haven't invested in a premium striker with. Mm. With Aguero, like we touched on him a while ago and I want to talk about him a bit more. I need to see whether or not he goes back to kind of the, the short minutes that he was playing at the start of the season now. When I say short minutes, yeah, he might have been coming off that 60-odd minute every now and again and people were getting frustrated, but he was starting, you know? Yeah, and he was Which still getting you, points. He was still getting was six still getting points, points or eight points exactly. or whatever. But right now, when you consider his uses form and shit like that, I don't... I don't I mean, know. I feel like I've missed City. So this is the way I'd put it. I just feel like I missed City. Yeah, they've got a nice fixture against Newcastle. And, fixtures and, shit. and then the fixtures are crap. But I, you could still see them doing stuff against Arsenal and Chelsea. So you've got two tough fixtures, both at home, which is where they're strong, and then they're uh, they have a blank. So I'm thinking I just may lay off and just come back into them again with 28. That's exactly what I was fucking thinking, and yeah. you went all on about Sane. 
And yeah, but you were asking about. I was saying he's an option. I could just yeah. go in them and just kind of trust him to do well against <sighs> these teams. But yeah, no, I think I think Sane is the only one I would consider. I think I'm much much more likely to go for Aubameyang than Aguero. A, I think he's a bit of more of a flat track bully in a home game against Cardiff and away against Huddersfield, and then followed by home games against Southampton and Bournemouth. But you got to sit through that City game. I don't see yeah. Arsenal getting shit against City. Yeah, that's true. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, I, I'd nearly get. It. He's on penalties, right? I won't lie. I was thinking to myself this week. I went, oh, do you know what Seamus is going to do? He's going to get out by me again. And he's going to have a fucking home match against Cardiff. And I'm shitting a brick about that fucking match. Mm. Which, you know, that was, was what I thought. I'll tell you what. I was more likely to do the Jimenez move. And I thought that's just very similar to yours. And it's very similar to the template. But and Aubameyang te- has become... A, he's highly owned, Aubameyang. But he's become less highly owned in, I think, the top 100k yeah, uh, our top ten k, hundred k, because a lot of people, um, maybe lower down, he's I think he's more owned. Top ten k, I think he's become a slight bit of a differential. Probably not too much, and I don't think he's going to get captain too much. I mean, I'll put it this way: Salah's my captain for the foreseeable. You know, not the Man United oh, yeah. game, but yeah. like the next three Leicester, games, probably. Fuck yeah, yeah. Leicester, who were uh, like conceded four goals to uh, Man, Wolves. Yeah, no, Leicester. I don't know. Like there, there's a few teams this season who. You just don't know. As Forrest Gump would say, you just don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, but Puyel is, uh, he's been struggling lately and he's under pressure. He's a guy. And shit. he, uh, I, I like him. He reminds me of John Giles. He's like a French John Giles. He looks like him. He fucking totally looks like him. I think that's why I like him. But he looks like a prick. It's like, oh, uh, I, uh, I can imagine you returning DVD two days late and saying scratched. Do you know that kind of way? Where it's like, you want a refund for something <laughs> that you owe us fucking money for. Are you kidding me? All right, we're long gone for next year, right? <laughs> yeah, well, it still bears fucking, you know, yeah. some sense of uh, logic in no, my I'll brain. But look, Seamus, we're kind of, we got to start wrapping this up. I could genuinely talk about this for another fucking hour. I basically uh, asked you any anything I wanted to ask there now. I think I've got it. Are you I've sure? Got you got the info in your is, there, is there any other teams there you think we need to discuss or no, our listeners there need to be more aware of? Or No, no, no. I think our listeners on. need to be aware of how I whooped your ass in the Hot Shots and Puff Files this week. Yeah, that's right. Hot Shots. Oh, did I? I yeah. took. I swear to Christ, in, in I both. did not know. I just took a complete guess and went, it's 50-50. You know, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I either beat him or I'm going to feel like a fool. No, you beat I'll me play both. it off either way. You're actually, you've, just, you've won like the last three in a row now for the, the hot shots picks. Oh, so like you've got like an 11-5 lead over me or something at this stage. It's How are you ahead of me? It doesn't make sense. You're my inferior. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, you're you're actually nailing these in fairness. You're not following your own judgment, and I think so. You got because these are one week picks. They're easy as balls. Yeah. In fairness, last week everyone could and their cat could see that Salah was the yeah. uh, the way to go. So yeah. you got first pick and you pick Salah. Um, I picked Pogba, who also came in, but he only got eight points to Salah's uh, fifteen. Uh, your second pick then was Sterling, um, who got ten points. You know, and oh, he oh. actually had a penalty. That should have been a penalty. I saw that. Uh, yeah. So that yeah. would have been that would have been another assist for him. So he got like that's twenty five points. Like that's as that from two players, that's gonna be hard to beat. So I got eight for Pogba and I went off script and I went Robbo. You did. You got a late did. assist. Yeah. A late oh, late assist. That actually pissed me Super off. Super late. Because <laughs> I already had a Van Dyke assist. I saw, I saw. A fucking shot that got deflected in for was it Salah who scored? Uh yeah. Yeah. yeah which was like, oh, that's excellent. Didn't expect that, especially because like live score the app we use doesn't give that kind of shit yeah, assist. Yeah. And, it would, and I went, I'll just check. I'll put it this way: um, Sproni was absolutely terrible in that game. Oh so man, bad. the fucking. Uh, not gonna, let's not yeah, get okay. bogged back down. In anyway, Sproni. you beat me there. Look, twenty-five to thirteen. Both I got attacking returns for both. You got attacking returns for both. The the Park has really lived up to her name. You know, you went, you backed your boy Barnes. You got two. I backed Shakiri, who didn't even start oh. and came on for one. That could have been it with four goals. You know that could have been a good option, but look, that's why he's the puck father. He didn't even start, so he didn't. And you get first pick this week, Seamus. I do. And, and who are your? Who are the teams you're looking at? Uh, okay. Well, the rule is if you get first pick, you are obliged to pick Mo Salah when he's in this <laughs> kind of form. So I don't have a choice. I would like to pick up Amiang mm-hmm. against Cardiff, okay. but I'm gonna have to pick Salah. I'm gonna say. I mean, if, you are. If I get Aubameyang in this week, which is a good chance I will, I'm still going to Captain Salah. So that tells me all I need to know. He's Fair my enough. he's my first pick. I'll make it easy then for you, and I'll just go with Aubameyang. Okay. I mean, like I would obviously 
that went off. <laughs> but uh, I'll go about Yang just because I know you'd have picked him if I don't. Yeah, no, that's um, that's a really good option this week. Uh, my second pick for my uh, hot shot is got to be hot shot Mar- uh, well, Marcus Rashford. Marcus Alonso, chalk it down. <laughs> yeah. Nearly messed that up. Yeah. Once you say it, it's locked in. Uh, Rashford. Rashford. Is that a new rule, a new house rule? Once <laughs> no, you it's say not, it. it's not, it's not. Okay, because you say things on this and you don't follow through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. usually uh, involving hazard. Hazard, things. not getting that in. Which, you know what, whatever. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Sané. Sané, good choice against yeah. Newcastle. Uh, I just want to root for more players. Yeah, look, and I don't have my team. Yeah, um, I keep thinking you have him on your team. Like, yeah, I yeah. didn't. I got rid of him for Lingard. Was that for? Oh yeah, was that for Pog? No, you only got. Pog it was realistically, <laughs> it was for Lingard to upgrade Camarasa uh, to Richardson, and it was the Richardson move that yeah. really fudged me. Um, See, he really like fucked up, f- fucked me over. Especially you know? when you c- account for the fact that. You, he's costing you Sané's points as well oh, yeah, yeah. or if you just went Sané to Pogba you would well, probably that's what the same. My, no no not only Sané to Pogba Sané to Pogba and Rashford Ings to Rashford were the two I could have done and I went no Lingard and uh, you know whatever to Snodgrass uh, Camaras yeah. Snodgrass or to Richardson and I was like oh brilliant we have a midfield oh, we've reopened this. old wounds here I can see, oh, <laughs> I see so already. fucking angry but look, about that to try at the end of the season even though I'll sit, be sitting on top and I'll be going oh don't worry James you did a good season I will know that that was a big mistake. Okay, brave words for a man. How many points behind me? 30 something? Uh, 36 points? Yeah, less than it was eight weeks ago. More than it was on Christmas Day. Shut your mouth. <laughs> anyway, to help you get over that uh, that move that you're not happy with, I'm going to give you, as is your right, first pick for mm, our puck fathers. All right, our puck fathers. I'm going to say Harry Winks is going to score two goals in two weeks. You're not, gonna go. you're not actually going Harry Winks, yeah? Okay, well, I thought now, in fairness, you were going to go for one of the guys we were talking about earlier, uh, which is one that was I was going to go for. So, oh, you Jota or Babel? You said Jota it's not or Babel, in, isn't it? Hmm? You said it's not Babel. <laughs> really like. Oh, in that case, I'll go to one of Jota or Babel, whichever one you don't pick. <laughs> you go first, boy. Because I was going to say. I was I'll like, go Jota then. I definitely thought you were going to pick one of them, so I'll I was like, Jata. I'll just go with the other one. He I'll doesn't just go Jota. I didn't do any of this research, and you clearly specified it doesn't have to be locked in okay. so yeah I'll just go Jaffa I've just helped you out what I should have just done is kept my mouth shut yeah, yeah. pretty much alright so you're going Jaffa yeah lock it down that's right. what I've been rehearsing and all week I actually think that Fulham have a decent fixture this week and they need a win and I think they get a win just to you know maintain hope a bit longer I think there's a good chance they're going to go down because they uh, they have like some their home games their remaining home games the next four home games are like against Man United can't remember who else like Spurs this uh, is the bit City. where you pick Harry Winks go away with Harry Winks <laughs> way out of it no oh. I'm going for uh, Babel fine I'm going to try he's, he's new to the league I was thinking uh, I might go for Nasri but uh, I was impressed with what I saw on match today and uh, I think that they're going to need to win this week and I think they may get it fair enough fair enough we've locked them in now before we wrap up the podcast there has been a lot of speculation a lot of talk thousands and thousands of people everyone's been saying it to us yeah. millions um, millions no, probably mm, tens of thousands tens of thousands, thousands in, the, in, the, in the five digit numbers mm. have been talking about another Irish podcast called FPL Renegade and we would like to thank them for sending us in our first homoerotic fan art of the season yeah our first but probably not our last probably not our last especially now after the trend this is setting I know I have no idea where they got a picture of me with that horse and how like fair enough they just photoshopped Clint Dempsey's face onto my to torso your body. but uh, I don't know where they got that but I was impressed it was looking good I'm pretty sure they've been inside your house uh, I, well, they must have got that from my personal collection anyway. yeah, but yeah. They, uh, from that time you were walking your horse and it is the beside your stable which brings us to stable boys uh, I think it's the perfect uh perfect art for our stable boys feature which we in fairness skimmed over a bit last week we didn't well, discuss it too because long because we planted the seed in episode 22 or something like that mm. where it was like we'll just let this seed germinate inside people's brains and see what sticks out and thanks to FPL Renegade for sending us in our first stable boy pick mm-hmm. outside of our own now I think it prompted us to basically 
acknowledge who our own Saber Boys, our inaugural picks are going to be. Our first official picks. We discussed some players beforehand, you know. Now, as it's my fucking idea, I'm going to take the first pick. I'm going to say it at first. Now, there's no rules. There's no, you can't have this player if I have him. If he's the boy that you want from your stable, then that's your stable boy, okay? Fair right. enough. Okay. That's but there are some rules. One. There what? are some rules. There are. And number one is they can't have won the Premier League. No titles. You're writing this shit down. Are you kidding me? Are you thinking we're going to remember this when you're sober? No. You, we have a podcast. That's what that's there <laughs> you for. You do not listen to our podcast. You've already told but us. But it's there. It's in the airwaves. Now, I've written down what looks like no titties, but it's actually saying no titles. Well, it's not no titles. They can have won the fucking like, FA Cup or something. Can they? Yeah, okay. no Premier League titles. No league titles. No league, no league titties. No league titties. But also no Champions League titties. No league okay. titles. Now, see, okay. with the league titles rule, like this isn't a fucking dictatorship. There's room for adjustment. I don't know where Leicester sit on this fucking uh, no, scale. come on. I know what you the, the first person I thought of was Real Maris. Fine. Well, no, he's definitely not a boy. Because he's been like shocking since that one season. So I would disrespect anyone that had him as a boy. Well, he's won a title, so regardless. Regard, fine. Leicester are out, lads. Get over it, okay? Yeah. Uh, Leicester are done, <clears throat> but you can pick boys from certain areas. You yes. just can't have had them in that team. You know, okay. like if Johnny Evans was fucking playing. But they have to be FPL stable boys. They cannot be like Georgie Best. Yeah. <laughs> we're basically going to wing this as we go along. No, the, we're going to fine-tune it. That's what I said. Sure, you need to learn. That's that. what I said. Fine-tune it as we go along. That's rule number two. Fine tune as we go. Fine tune as we go. But basically, no titles, no Champions League shit, none of that. Um, FA Cups are allowed. FA Cups, league and, cups are and, allowed. Yeah, League Cups are allowed. Because, I mean, you want your boys <laughs> winning League Cups. Yes, and it do. brings us to the first boy to be officially entered into the stable. By no coincidence is this also where the fan art came from. Mr. Clint Dempsey. He is my number one boy into the stable. He's the one that really inspired this whole damn thing. Yeah, welcome Mr. Clint. Yeah. So And I can't give out to you that like that. He is definitely a stable boy. I would yeah. have him on my stable as well, but I'm gonna disregard that and I'm just not gonna get anyone in. Well you're probably yeah, of course. I'd be the same. If you said someone I'm going, Oh win him, you're him. Uh but yeah, go on. I want you to shout your first because I know you've been thinking about this. Yeah. Since you saw that picture of Clint Dempsey's head on your body, you were thinking Where's what's my stable boy? Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, I was sticking when you said Clint Dempsey then my mind went immediately to another Fulham stable boy of the past who I've had and we all have had good man for a header Um, you know Fulham keep clean sheets or at least kept clean sheets back then when they had Van der Sar in goals and that was Breda Hengeland you're going all the way back to Breda Hengeland you're going all the way back to you know before Van der Sar went to United yeah, Hangeland. Hangeland. He yeah. was so man for it. Now, uh, they had him then with Schwarzer as well. Uh, he was good, great man for a header. I remember. He kept clean sheets. Yeah, and uh, there was one particular double game week where he popped up and got like two goals. I think we got a goal and a clean sheet, and he got monster hauls. And he made an yeah, impact on your life. He's a man who never won his deserved Premier League title. Yeah. So Breda Hangeland is someone I'm going to go just while we're on the Fulham team. So there we have it, Clint and Breda. They're in the stable they're there now and we would like to encourage all the boys and girls listening to this podcast to send in their stable boys and let us know who for them has made an impact someone that they look to every season obviously you might you don't have to get them in every season no no you just have to have went who do I want is a, is it a Matthew Etherington? Is it somebody you is look at? Is it a Claudio Jacob, a Barry Ferguson, is it Johnny a Walters? Who knows? You know, somebody you have in your team at various stages in multiple seasons that is uh yeah, you have a soft spot for them, they do bits for you and But we would like to tell it we will judge harshly and we would like to ask everyone that you know, is looking for a bit of extra fucking listening. Uh FBL Renegade podcast, pretty solid fucking thing. You listen, yeah, to I listen to that. Sound, yeah. sound like sound like a sound bunch of guys. They, do, and they yeah. know what you're talking about, and, uh, and yeah. that was fucking. Enjoy, I enjoyed I, their podcast. I'm gonna listen to that again. Do you know how many people I shared that Clint Dempsey picture to? That's how much of an impression I fucking <laughs> loved it. It was like you heard what I said in the brief period of episode 23 that I spoke it, and you just oh, I loved it. I was actually fucking chuffed. Yeah, big time. And if anyone else wants to send us in any more homoerotic fan art or just fan art in general, we're not picky. 
Or uh, questions or whatever. Or questions. Or questions. Or homoerotic questions. You can yeah. send them to to FBL Hangover on Twitter, at FBL Hangover. Uh, and you can also write us an email with said questions at fblhangover at gmail.com. Mm. I'm going to wish everyone here a pleasant week. Yeah. Uh, we will know more about Game Week 23 and 24 once these uh, fixtures are over in the League Cup. Just in case we'll, it'll, the chips will have fallen where they are. We know who's missing that Game Week 27 blank. But yeah, um, hold off on the early transfer, guys. Wait for news of, you know. Learn like from Seamus' mistake. Yeah, learn from me last week. But uh, I will wish you all a good week, guys. May your arrows be green and God bless. Yeah.